Welcome to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good afternoon, man. Man, good afternoon to you too, sir. Do you you want to talk about the elephant that's in the room? Well, the elephant is that's in the room, I guess, is that we're we're not in the same room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It? And, and, you know, yeah. it's, this is a, you know, as, as you guys know, uh, Bo and I have been recording uh, episodes kind of in, in batches all over the country, right. For uh, about the past, almost the past year, I guess. And that's, um, that's about right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's funny. We, you know, we'll get together at these different places and record a bunch of episodes and get to spend time with each other, go out on the town and make some, make some good memories and good, put some good content together for, uh, for you guys. And, Anyway, so this is actually one we're doing remotely, and uh, it's like it feels very, it, it feels very vintage, you know. <laughs> it's just kind of all the technical problems that could go along with it. <laughs> yeah, we're going, we're going back in the day, man. I had to reacquaint myself with how to use all this technology, and yeah, so here I am on my MacBook looking at a video of my brother Bo, uh, five hundred miles away, and yeah, man, we're just, uh, we're just doing it, you know, like we did back in the day. So yeah, here we are. we'll do it, we'll do it recorded, we'll do it recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Screw it. We'll do it recorded. There it is. <laughs> well, man, I'm I'm very excited to be to be with you today for a number of reasons. But I'm very excited to be able to share something on this week's episode of Country Squire Radio. Before we hit the record button, I was kind of I pulled the curtain back and showed you some things that folks hadn't been able to see yet. Ah, it's but. exciting. Yeah. No, you got really fired up and I'm I'm fired up for you. Thanks, brother. All right. So so our listeners, y'all have y'all have heard on previous episodes kind of some teasing out and of this project I've been working on at uh, findeversale.com. And today we are launching the Kickstarter for a brand new audio drama series from Potisteri. This is a fictional immersive audio series. It is a uh, pirate themed kind of fantasy, but not like high fantasy, but it's like takes place in a fictional universe. Yeah. And the, the, in the world, quote unquote, the world of Eversale. And it's called The Pirate's Daughter. And, you know, when we did our episode on Captain Jack Rackham, I, I mentioned like the, a lot of pulling from inspiration from all of these different historic pirates from the Golden Age and all that kind of good stuff. And I'm, I'm just, man, you have no idea how excited I am to finally talk about this project <laughs> and get it out there. And uh, yeah, it is it is launching today. So if you go to findeversale.com today, you can learn all about this project. You can see some of the people that are working on it. Uh, you can find out, you know, you can see the, uh, the album art. There's a wonderful video of there. Me talking about the origins of where the story comes from yeah. and what our yeah. plans are. We've got big dreams and we need your help to make it happen. So if you go to findeversale.com, that'll take you to our Kickstarter page that explains everything. And um, yeah, man, you got to see the uh, the out. You got to see our kind of our artwork and all the the fun stuff, right? Man, someone worked really hard on that. There's a lot of inspiration that that went into that, obviously. But man, I'm I'm fired up for you, dude. I just I can see the passion about it in your eyes and the little twinkle that comes when you start talking about it. And I, I think it's yeah. going to be a great project. And I, man, I really hope folks get behind it. I think I think folks will. It's going to be exciting. And I I love seeing as time has gone on, you've been more comfortable, kind of like you know, bringing out that inner thespian, right? <laughs> You're like, let, let that inner thespian shine, Bo, let him shine. And, uh, man, all this, all this, uh, storytelling narrative that you're so gifted at like man it's it's cool to see that now intersecting with with your your business and i don't know i'm i'm, I'm excited for you but i really am no it's true longtime listeners will remember uh, that it's been referenced before but i was a thespian back in the day and as a thespian who was also in choir that sang both tenor and bass i was a bisectional thespian which was you know <laughs> 
something that I was always very proud to be. So yeah, man. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. That's great. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, no, check it out. Go to find Uh, learn more about it. You'll hear more about it in the coming weeks too. Cause, uh, man, we got some pirates and pipe tobacco. We've got some of the most premium pirates and pipe tobacco episodes coming your way. Mm. When I tell you, that the stuff we've got coming down the road here for Country Squire Radio is like delicious. It's clutch. I, man, <laughs> we have got... So right now, you and I, we're, we're in kind of that prep mode before the Las Vegas Pipe Show, which yeah. is you know, a, about to go down. We, we're getting our bags packed, or our wives are actually getting our bags packed. Yeah, tell me sure about we it. don't yeah. forget everything. No, no, not, and, not, uh, because we, not because we're you know, authoritarian We don't expect it of them. No, not at all. can't. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, it is entirely because of our own inability, because right. we are... I was watching that episode of Seinfeld the other day where, where they're like, I'm not a man. I'm a child. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing. So, yeah, we, uh-huh. need, uh, we need all the help we can get. But, man, yeah, we are uh, we're, we're getting ready. We're getting geared up. We're getting fired up. We've got some uh, great, uh, great content that we will be uh, creating out there. And, man, I'm, I'm so thrilled because in preparation, as we've kind of been building up for the weeks before, I had this idea of what if we did kind of a, a hangout with some of our yeah. club members, some of the people who are supporting us at uh, patreon.com uh, slash country squire radio. And, and not just, just our you know, patrons, but specifically for the club members. And it was very last minute, you know, folks heard it that episode last week. If you were able to listen to it, it was really, really awesome. The participation that we had. And I really, I hope to do another one again, really, really soon. Although that might be more private, not necessarily for the show, but it was, it was so great because we got like instant and immediate feedback and thoughts from some of the folks who have been supporting us over the years. And, you know, one of the things that really kind of shined in that was that people love the shop. They love the spirit of the country squire. Yeah. And I found that to be both encouraging in, in one sense, because obviously this year, as we've mentioned at the top of the year, our goal with a lot of the new series has been to bring the spirit of a mom and pop pipe tobacco shop into the audio space, like inviting people into the conversations that occur over a pipe like that. You know, I'm, I know that that warm and welcoming hub that we have known the country square to be. And so I think that in some ways we checked that box like like that is that has been a yeah, kind of felt have, good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But there is this other aspect where it's like, well, while we do appreciate the ethereal nature to entering into that like headspace, right? We also kind of just like the shop. You know what I mean? Like the, the grittiness of the actual country squire. Here it's gritty, stories. baby. It's, it's, yeah. it's gritty. Here it's got a patina. Of, <laughs> what's a patina? But the patina, the, 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 uh, the coating, the little uh, colorful stain <laughs> that, co- <laughs> that, that covers, you know, it, it's, it's the patina, right? It's, okay, it's, a, well, right. it's a well-earned patina. It's a well patinaed shop. There That's you right. go. Very That's good. right. <laughs> but, but folks love hearing about the the stories of all the individuals and and the characters that kind of have woven their way, intentionally or otherwise, into like the history of of this show and and talking about it. Yeah. And so the the idea was proposed for this concept of shop tales. A woo woo. Uh, shop tales as ducktails. No, I caught thing? it. Yep, I caught all it. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, to kind of talk a little bit about the shop and, and kind of share, I thought it would be kind of fun for maybe you and I to share some of our favorite memories from the shop or, you know, be it good, bad or otherwise, as I'm obviously I was, I've only ever been there as a customer. You've, you've got it all, baby. You can see it all, baby. The, the, the good, the bad, the ugly, the hilarious, the borderline illegal, the, you know, all, 
all of the above. Allegedly. All allegedly. The, all, allegedly. Right. Yep. Allegedly. That's yeah. it. <laughs> well, man, so how do you want to do this? You want to go first? Or Yeah, sure. Well, I tell you, why don't you go first? I think I'd, Are you I think sure? I'd like that. Yeah, you go first. You okay. Go first. All right. So I, I actually, I know we said let's bring two to the table, and I actually kind of kind of brought three. Yeah. Um, but one of, one of them's kind of a cheat, to be fair. Okay. And so I, I, I want to start with that one, actually. Okay, good. <laughs> And because I want to start, like, I think on, a, on an upbeat note, I mean, they're all upbeat, but like, I just, I, I've got, I've experienced so many highs and lows, like the highs and lows in my life when I was living in Jackson, specifically like as an adult, I, I found the shop was there. Like I found my yeah. way to the shop and mostly yeah. cause I mean, cause you're there. Like, let's be honest. It's cause, cause you're there. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I understand you. That. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Like, like you're such a good friend and you're also just. You, know, you mention it all the time. Like it's, it's that, it's that therapist that's in you, you know, that you could never quite get away from. <laughs> was it good enough to make it on its own? But you know, if you, if you, if you come in and buy an overpriced, you know, cigar or bowl of pipe tobacco, then, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you'll get something decent out of it. Little, little free therapy. Mixed right. In. But that's the thing, man. Like the biggest celebrations, like I've, I've wanted to come to the squire, the biggest like frustrations, tragedies or otherwise. Yeah. I was either at the squire in, in person or, or in spirit. Cause it was typically on your front porch with, yeah. our, with our guys group. Yeah. I want to kind of use my cheat one. Cause this one is not a, a specific, the others are very specific, but this one's not a specific. Yeah. And that is one of the things I love and have loved about the country squire is the way in which both you and the previous owners and the community, like the club, the Mississippi pipe club at the time really created like a, like a harvesty hearth of a party. Like whenever there was an event, be it like a pipe smoking, you know, long smoke competition, yeah. or if, you know, yeah. you had like somebody coming in bringing in some pipes, man, the tables, and this is in the old shop, but like the tables would fill up the space. <laughs> you remember that? Like you, yeah. you could barely kind of walk around them and like just covered cakes and food. You know, somebody's wife's second cousin brought some brownies or something like that. <laughs> and on top of that, because you had the package store, like right down the way premium, you had like one bottle of premium scotch that somebody else bought. Right. Like, Cause right. they're just in that mo- moment they're feeling it and they put it down and it's surrounded by a bunch of different other like whiskeys and, and spirits. And of course you got your bottle of boodles there and everything else. And there was just always something about those events that just felt like a family reunion. Yeah. Even though you didn't know practically anybody, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause like you had yeah. so many people that, that, that showed up and you got to know people through the process. But I just think about those early days, those early parties and man, like the way in which, and I mean, like I get that it's a, it's a, it's a collaboration. Cause that was, you know, the previous owners to an extent, very much you, and then also the pipe club at the time, it's this, this relationship, this, this collaboration that existed yeah. to be yeah. able to transform what was already a very welcoming place into like, like a hearthy home for the holidays type feel. Yeah. And it was just late on a Thursday night, some random Thursday night in September. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's fantastic. Man, that's wonderful, dude. I, you know, I, I think that really going back to that time period, that's kind of the, those were the formative years of, of our vision for what we're trying to recreate and, and establish and, and rekindle at the Squire, you know, and, um, and, and that's really true. You know, our business, I think uh, during those, that season, you know, that was kind of where we got back into our skin and realized like, man, this is who we are. And man, when you come here, you're going to have a, an experience that's, 
you know, it, it's, it's, it's just beyond, it's beyond you. It's beyond pipe tobacco. It's just more than that, you know? And, uh, and we want that. So that's Absolutely. great. <laughs> and the great thing too, is like, it was, it was the local community in, in Jackson that were there, but you'd have people come from Memphis. You'd have like the Louisiana contingency would come. Like we had like, it, it really felt like family. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like there yeah. was just, there was very much a family feel yeah. in those events. And I think we all felt it, you know, digitally online with, especially kind of with local, you know, the, the kind of the, the pocketed clubs and groups around Jackson that would kind of involve themselves in various Reddit groups or otherwise. But there was just that, that coming to the Squire, it's like a pilgrimage on a holiday type thing. It's just, yeah. it was so great. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, that's my first one. But like I said, that's kind of cheating because it's not a specific, it's really more of like a season of the Squire. And it, and it's true. It was a season and, 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 mm. you know, it was really formative and, and that, that kind of stuff carries through to our DNA now as we, you know, continue it's, it's, it's evolved because our shop has grown and we have a, a, a larger clientele and a, you know, different footprint and all those things. But, but yeah, it really, it really has, um, you know, become a part of our fabric and, Man, I, I pray it always stays that way. So, hey, yeah. amen. All right, man, you're up. What you got? Okay, so I am going to pivot heavy. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. I'll do my pivot heavy. After I'm, I'm, I'm going to pivot real heavy and reminisce on the time that our dear friend Pilgrim Zach came into the shop. And, and, and I know I've mentioned Pilgrim Zach on the air before. We've had discussions about him. And, you know, if, if you don't remember, this is the individual that I, I, and I can't remember if it was like a, pipe shop fails episode Bo, or what where i think it was a pipe i think it was the first ever pipe shop where, fails where you know we, we introduced our greater listenership to pilgrim zach but pilgrim zach individual that came in and you know still comes in very occasionally but he's, he's an odd duck you know he's just an odd duck <laughs> you know he uh he gets his name because uh he wrote he asked me one day for uh, a pen and piece of paper i gave it to him he walked to the other side of the shop and he diligently wrote down all these things. And then he brought me back the piece of paper and he said, okay, these are, th he looked at me very serious. And he said, <laughs> these are things you need to do to grow your business. And then he handed me this paper and it was just all this, it's ridiculous. Like a, it was just stream of consciousness, but not real words and all this like stuff. Like Taylor and, the Von Druk or something like that. Yeah. Like, so we had, so we, we, we call him blaspheme the pilgrims because one of the uh, or the one one of the things was blaspheme the pilgrims and and you know so we call him pilgrim zach because of that but there was a uh sure knew the downser and morial right. the sweet and yes, uh, yes validate yes. the system and moderate the system and let me tell you bo when i wake up every morning i make sure to moderate the system <laughs> because i i know that that the that the future of the squire hangs in the balance if i don't Depends moderate on. the system and sure knew the downser <laughs> every day so i'm i'm very diligent to do that i i'd like to think that we i think that that, that you have done all of those things I, I feel like i've at least helped you in one regard which is that it, in a way in a way i have blasphemed every single pilgrim <laughs> every single country squire us. pilgrim <laughs> yes by 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 butchering their name actually literally you have done that we have all I, these pilgrims now that that pilgrim zach foretold he for, he foretold <laughs> these people right you can work that into your your future right. uh, you know and, and and so uh he foretold them and and we blasphemed them on his behalf and so i'm, I'm proud of that <laughs> but is. i just i will never so i'm reintroducing you to pilgrim zach telling you a story about this this individual to tell you another story which is actually part of my uh memories today and it's just you know i 
when I think of things that happen at the Squire, some of the first things that pop into my mind are the most ridiculous and hilarious and just bizarre and crazy. And, and, and it's stuff like that all the time that's just popping up. And, and one of those things burned into my mind is when Pilgrim Zach walked into one day and he bought a, gosh, it's been years ago, he bought a, a $90 Nording pipe okay beautiful Nording. oh okay yeah, you yeah, know, yeah it was just it, at that point that same pipe today would be you know a 150 dollar pipe just with inflation and everything wow. else but yeah. but he bought this hand finished nording is beautiful and you know one of his signature free hands and you know beautiful bent stem real real generous sized bowl <laughs> and, and 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 pilgrim's act goes proceeds to to uh go over to a chair in the in the lounge and he filled the pipe up with straight latakia and and lit it with a torch lighter and then smoked it all the way to the bottom. After he got done, so we're all just like, okay, whatever. As long as he's happy, we're happy. You know, no. <laughs> his pipe now. Go for it. it. Right, yeah. it, right. It, well, and and and, but that's not where the story ends about the pipe because because the thing that happened after that is he got so angry. Apparently, he wasn't pleased with uh, with his experience of smoking an entire giant Nording bowl <laughs> full of Latakia. That straight. Out- on his uh, straight, straight on his way out <laughs> that day, he um stopped. He he hesitated. He stopped by the trash can and he took that Nording pipe that he had just spent ninety dollars on. No, and no, he threw it away. No, John David, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he just threw it away. And, and and I will I will never forget that. It's like one of those top five moments. That's just like that man just bought a gorgeous Danish pipe abused it blasphemed it right and blasphemed it from blasphemed beginning to pipe. end and then disrespected it and 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 then and then walked out and it just the the the, the gall and, and even the courage like it <laughs> i mean no that's a it's a statement john david that's it was what a that statement is. That is a statement it was a statement and, and i and i will say uh take caleb, that eric <laughs> i will say caleb crawford went over uh to the trash we were just stunned looking at each other yeah. Uh and 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 Caleb uh, eventually walked over to the trash can, picked that pipe out and uh and now is the proud owner of that pipe still to this day. Okay, so- <laughs> I was actually going to ask about that because I'm thinking like, well, you like, know, surely I someone have... fished it out of the trash can, right? <laughs> well, actually, I've got a really nice Nording pipe that reeks of Latakia. Well, at, did you which buy was it gifted used at the country square? <laughs> I was gifted it. I was gifted it by Briar. And oh, so okay. I was like so I'm like, uh, where did Briar get that? I that's, thought that he was giving me one of his prized possessions. Did he fish this out of a trash can? That's second or third degree kind of thing. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. That so is- so Pilgrim Zach's defilement, blaspheming of the uh of the Nording definitely comes to mind for me. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot us even further down here. Okay. I don't know the year, but I know it was right at about like we was so you know longtime listeners know that there was a, a company I had called Satchel. Yeah, that it was a startup, and uh, very grateful to everybody that that you know got behind it, supported it, downloaded the app, and you know either participated in the beta or, or otherwise. But you know, unfortunately, we just we, we couldn't make it work. But it was before we had launched the beta of that. I think it was like maybe the weekend before. Yeah, and we were having so many technical issues. We were trying to get everything worked out with Apple and and Google and everything else, and I think I had gone to lunch with my aunt and uncle who were in town who I never see. Like of of all of my family, like they're, they're the people I see absolutely the least. Yeah. Yeah. 
And like we, we went out and had lunch with them. And I think the, the conversation was tense about something that had nothing to do with anything. And I remember leaving that dinner. My wife had to go back to work. And I was standing on the streets in downtown Jackson, just feeling the weight of this thing that I had had been working on for months, mm, like, yeah. like maybe like I, and like, you know, convincing Briar to leave his job and then come do it. And we, I think at that point I'd also convinced somebody who had a, basically a free living situation in New York to not do that and stay back to be part of the start. Like I had yeah, all of these people yeah. that I had kind of built up these expectations for. And like, it was some, some stupid thing. I was sitting there with the, the beta in my hand and we were supposed to like launch it like in two days and I pressed a button and the whole thing broke. And when I pressed that button, wow, it wasn't just the app that broke. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. Like I, I didn't know what to do or where to go, but I, I was broken. Like I've like felt mm. like it, I almost could like literally feel a cracking in like inside of me running up my spine into my head. You know yeah, what I mean? Like no I, kidding. like, like I was just broke. So my wife wasn't available because she, you know, she had to, you know, be at work family, you know, uh, we had kind of family in town and it was, I, I can't remember what the situation was, but for whatever reason, things were kind of tense at the time. Like I just, I, I didn't, I literally had nowhere else to turn, Yeah, yeah. but I had somewhere to turn John David because I got in my car and I don't even remember what I, like I, I skipped any meetings I had and just went straight to the country squire. Yeah. And by God's grace, there was well, there was maybe one person there, <laughs> like I think like <laughs> one or two of like the dudes that are just always there. You know what I yep, mean? Yep. But like for the most part, like you were you were in the back, and by God's grace, if you were busy, you you didn't act like you were busy because I think you saw just kind of where I was, and I went I went I sat on the it was at that point when the tobacco tape was kind of in the back area. Yeah, of yeah, the, yeah. Of the shop, and um, I don't know if you remember this or not, but like I, I sat there and I just put my head on the tobacco counter and i just cried (laughs) and and like talked through it and you were just so kind man and like you know you had that's coming back now i I remember that you remember this yeah that's coming back now Mm -hmm. i I was just so distraught and i had nowhere else like at that that moment for whatever reason i just i didn't feel like i could go home i didn't feel like i could go anywhere else and just go into the squire because i i knew i could go to the squire and part of that is because I knew you were there. And the great thing is, even if you hadn't been, I, I knew that this would just be a place where I could detox. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the great thing yeah. is, since you were there, great thing for me, probably not great for you, but the great thing for me was since you were there, it was like, oh, I can actually open up. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I could, <laughs> I could kind of pour some of this out. And man, you were just, you were so gracious to me. And we just kind of talked it out, talked through it. Anyway, I'm just, I'm grateful to you, man. Yeah. I'm grateful to you. Obviously, I'm grateful to you, you know, because you're such a dear friend and you're the kind of guy that, Especially at that time in your life when you didn't have wife and children and everything, else. <laughs> all the all the rest, like you were you were such you were such you were so ready and willing. Maybe sometimes not willing, you know, because I know that a lot of people do this to you. But but for those of us that that you are ready and willing for, and that you reserve that for, you're you're willing to be kind of that 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 shoulder to lean on. Yeah, like like to be kind of like someone to be able to lock arms with in the midst of you know kind of the the turmoil and the frustration, everything else. Yeah. And like, I'm just so grateful to you as a friend, but I'm also so grateful that, you know, you, you created a space in the country squire, your shop. It's not just a place where people go buy tobacco. You know what I mean? Like like that's an important part of it (laughs) by all means, please buy products from the country squire, (laughs) but it can be a place where 
if if you need a soft place to land, you know, when everything's going rough, like, you know, it, it, it was that for me. And I just I really appreciated that, brother. Man, I'm glad I'm glad to hear that. That's wonderful. I you know, I, I think uh, that again, that's that's what we try to do is provide that for everybody and 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 it's harder to come by nowadays because things are so crazy right and it but yeah. we still have those folks that come in and like when it when it really hits the fan when the rubber meets the road and like times are are really difficult one of the first places i think to come is the doggone country squire you know <laughs> <laughs> that crazy I, I was I was trying to think from memory the the guy that i remember being in there like and i, I don't know if he's still around or not but uh, really tall skinny dude mustache Where's like a suit? Do you remember this? Well, I don't know because you know Bill Rutledge was there with us, who's who's now deceased. Um, yeah, but he was, he was so. he was really short. Yeah, he was a shorter guy. Always wore a suit, That's, real thin. But um, but yeah, I don't know. That would have been well. <laughs> That's my sad. My it's sad, but it's it's in the sense that like it was a, it was a rough moment for me. But what's beautiful about it is that the squire was there to kind of catch me. Yeah, so really yeah. That. I'm glad, man. Well, you know, we, we need to uh, pivoting back towards a little bit of levity. Um, yeah, do it, do every, it, do it. every time you think of something crazy at the Country Squire, one of two people tend to come in your mind. Oh and, and and actually now one of three people as as time Ooh. has gone on, because we have we, we've developed a, a, a great cast of characters. But we mentioned Pilgrim Zach earlier in the show. And then, of course, we have our dear friend, Bruce, who comes in, who who has a squirt gun with his name on it. Uh, on the wall uh, so that when he acts up, we can uh, we can we can squirt him with water to make him. Uh, and, and we've used that gun quite a bit, actually. But <laughs> but of course, the original squirt gun, the original squirt gun belongs to someone very dear to us and to to our show and, and someone yes. who we both love, love so him. much and who we yeah. love to spend time around and 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 take time with and, uh, you know, just um fellowship a g- genuine fellowship with and that's the hurricane <laughs> the hurricane oh the hurricane and the yes, hurricane sir. Yes, sir. if if you would say anyone is part of the ridiculous fabric of of what we do at the country squire the hurricane is a is a is a uh is a patinaed thread that runs through that fabric <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, we love the hurricane. So anyway, the hurricane recently, this is a recent story. This this happened okay. within the past past three three weeks. He comes into the shop and is all giddy. And he and, and now the hurricane generally, you know, after he uh, a long week's work, he comes in the shop, it's a safe place. It's where he can be the most authentic hurricane, right? I mean, he 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 you know, he plays the you know responsible adult part out there, and he and he is a responsible adult, but 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 he comes to the shop and that for that Friday afternoon the hurricane really gets to shine, you know, he really, mm. it becomes his place where he can kind of let his, let his guard down and just, just really, just really tear, tear things up. If he's a hurricane, it's a category five, right? At that, at that oh, okay. moment. All right, all right. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. Uh, he he's was really upgraded. excited, but this pe- this week he was particularly excited because he had just placed a bet with a coworker. And so that the following with one of his coworkers, not one, one of his, his one of his okay. coworkers. Okay. At the hurricane's work. So in this true story. So he said that that following Saturday, the, the next day, Mississippi State University, where the hurricane and I went to college right. uh, together, although we weren't friends back then, we, he Mississippi State played LSU in football that weekend. Yeah. Okay. Right. 
Right. And and to to this the ugliest teams in the world coming together to make just an ugly <laughs> state. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm following. And so and 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 so so Mississippi State and LSU played football that weekend and they made a bet. His coworker, LSU fan, they made a bet. They said, okay, and 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 our team was actually kind of favored to win because we're actually on, believe it or not, a, a little better team this year than they are, uh, okay, which right. happens like once every 50 years or something. And so they made a bet. And the hurricane bet this other individual that whoever's team lost the game, that person had to get a tattoo of the other team's logo Ooh. on their body. Ooh. And they got like a they got like a like a five square inch patch of body that they could design. Five, five inches is not small. It was a tattoo. It, it's a, it was a big piece of real estate, right? And they were wow. like, hey, so so if. If the hurricane lost, he would have to get a, you know, basically a five by five tattoo of the LSU tiger eye. Go Tigers. On, on, on his body. And then wow. if the, if the, if the, if the, if LSU lost, then his coworker would have to get a, you know, a five by five Mississippi state bulldog <laughs> on his body. Right. So the hurricane was real cocky. Cause he was like, Hey, you know, this is a, this is the year and we're, Get, we've got a good team and and all this kind of stuff. I got a good feeling we're going to Baton Rouge, and I think we're gonna think we're gonna win this one. So uh, all that to say, Mississippi State lost that weekend, and this was just a few weeks ago. Now since then, we've won every game, and and we have a we're having a great season. We're ranked like 16th in the country, and we play like number 20 Kentucky tomorrow, and we're favored to win. It's gonna be exciting. But like we, we've had a great year, but like we lost that game, and the hurricane. See, and some of y'all don't think God's at work. And and, and and the hurricane, <laughs> the hurricane who has never gotten a tattoo in his life and, and uh-huh. I just, and who I knew <laughs> would find some justification to back out of this. Okay. I just uh-huh. knew in my heart that like as ridiculous as he is, he'd be like, look, guy, here's like, here's a couple hundred bucks. Like, right, know, right, right, right. Like, what, what do I have to do? Dinner, yes. Like you can give this to the LSU tiger fund or whatever. Like just, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to get it. Wow! 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 The hurricane, the hurricane, today is the proud owner of a LSU Tiger tattoo on his rear end. You've got to be kidding me! On his rear end, and like, no, no, seriously, and and and, and then and then came to the shop to to prove it. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I was about to say. I was about to say, I'm sure a lot of folks got a. So there's no, so there's no Photoshop. There's no we. we the, 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 people know at the Country Squire much more than they would like to know about about the the tail end of the hurricane, and it and it is tattooed in purple and gold uh, this very day. And so a hot um, boudin, cold couscous. Come on, hurricane, push, push, push. <laughs> it's something. It's something. So just just one wow. more thing. Yep. That's wow. it. Wow. All right. But, uh, My goodness gracious, man. Well, so here's the thing, man. I think we've, uh, we've, you know, over, like I said, the last past year, we, we've, we've helped to bring kind of the spirit of, of the shop a little bit into some of our conversation and made a little thoughtful, provoke, thought provoking, that sort of thing. But, you know, I, I think it, this is good. It's, it's nice to add the seasoning from time to time of uh, some of the individuals <laughs> and, and kind of moments like that are tied to the actual space of the shop itself. And uh, yeah, it was, it was interesting getting that feedback from, uh, from our listeners and we'd love to hear your thoughts on, uh, you know, what, what, what you thought about this one as well. It's a, it, oh, it's a lived experience. You can't, some of these <laughs> things you just can't wash off, you know? <laughs> 
Oh, man. Well, you know, but there's some things that you don't want to wash off, and that's the feeling that you get after smoking a good quality corncob pipe from our friends at Missouri Meerschaum. Man, that is exactly right. Absolutely, man. Missouri Meerschaum, you know, makers of quality corncob pipes also have some incredible clay pipes as well. This is a history company that's got so many different shapes and styles. Like one of the things that you might not imagine is is when you think of corncob and pipe is the word innovation. Now, if that's not the case for you, it's probably because you're not deep in the pipe world because you know that pipes are filled. The history of pipes are filled with innovation. And when it comes to corncob pipes, the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum are always pushing the envelope on innovation and like finding that next great thing. But they're also all about getting back to their roots. For example, have you checked out the Maddox corncob pipe in part of the Back to Our Roots series from Missouri Meerschaum? If you head over to corncobpipe.com, uh, you can find it there. It is such a cool shape. You know, it's got uh, all of these different uh, uh, pipes in this series from the bracken to the bone. Really kind of expand your vision of what you might expect from a corncob pipe. And they're all quality from our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. That's right, Bo. Go to corncobpipe.com. Pick your Missouri Meerschaum Maddox today. Of course, they'll ship it right to your front door. And when you talk to the folks at Missouri Meerschaum or if you ever interact with them, be sure to tell them the folks at Country Squire Radio sent you. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Pipe question of the week. Pipe question of the week this week is coming in from me. That's right, John David. I got one for you. Oh, look at that. I know. So I'm trying to constantly like expand my knowledge in different ways. And also lately I've been kind of, you know, trying to prep for Vegas and wanting to make sure that I'm not a total idiot when I'm talking to people. <laughs> And I think we all know that, you know, you're, you are a, a, a seasoned and celebrated tobacconist in the pipe world. When people think about like, you know, kind of like the, the face of the modern pipe tobacconist, like the John David Cole face, maybe not you specifically, but your face is what comes up. At their oh, minds. that's disturbing. And so, so wrong. Yep. Well, so this is, but this is the thing you are, you yourself, you are a student of tobacco. Like, like the reason, like the reason sure. why you make such quality products is because you are well-educated in this place, not just from a, uh, you know, the, the, you know, the lived experience of, of blending so many quality uh, tobaccos, but also you're constantly seeing what out, what's out there, what's new, what's going on in the industry, and also kind of looking deep into the past as well for techniques and kind of yeah. the history that exists. So here's my pipe question for you, man. Of all the knowledge base that you have access to, the textbooks, maybe it's websites, maybe it's, you know, maybe it's a secret discord that only tobacconists are on, whatever it may be. Like <laughs> of all the things that you personally have access to, what, is, what has been like your top source for tobacconist knowledge? Man, what this is actually this is a great question because there's there's a lot of sources out there 
but a lot of them are actually hard to get your hands on because you know some of this stuff is kind of historic and some of it's not just super available anymore because some of the books that are there are out of print or you know there's even been you know some pamphlets that have been you know xeroxed and passed around you know different <laughs> pipe smokers for for years and that type of thing but yeah there there are some resources that are out there that have been really helpful to me and none of these resources are really totally comprehensive but like there's resources that I I tend to turn back to on different occasions, just when I kind of musing or uh, have a thought or maybe a question, or I'm trying to, you know, kind of reacquaint myself with something. And the the first one I, I've got two. the first one I'll mention is one that is harder to get. And it's a, a book that's out of print. We've actually discussed it on the air before. And I, before I mentioned this, before I wanted to mention this, I actually wanted to mention that it's it's available out there somewhere. And and I, you are sure. able to find this now on uh, eBay and Amazon. There are a few copies floating around, but it is Milton Sherman's book, All About Tobacco, published in 1970. It's a book that we have discussed before and maybe even read some segments from, if I'm remembering right. But man, this is a great book. And, and it, it really... It goes from beginning to end, pipes, cigars, cigarettes, how tobaccos are made, how tobaccos are blended, etiquette. It, there's a lot of really, really good material here, but it's old fashioned and, and, it, and it dates from a period where pipes are king. And so it's just assuming the person that's reading this book all about tobacco uh, is a is a pipe enthusiast and and is coming at it from that that vein and and I, I love that it makes me happy it's it reminds me of those days where man if you were successful and and wanted to show it you didn't go buy a Rolex or maybe you did but you definitely went and bought a bought a fancy new Sheraton or a Dunhill or or something of that nature and you and you and you strutted around with it and uh, man pipes were just um, ubiquitous and 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 man it's just kind of a neat uh, historic book and so all about tobacco by Milton Sherman I've turned to that book quite a bit and love it very much I've got a couple copies and it, of course been out of print for years but if you can find it it might be something that is of interest to you man you talk about old-fashioned I'm looking at some of the pictures here and like these are like the you know the sketched on pictures and everything Oh yeah, you know, yep. like you, I don't know. There's just something about like the sketched out pipe with that amount of detail. You know yeah. what I mean? That's kind of put into yeah. and like even with like a lot of the pencil drawings, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really neat. But anyway, great book. And if you've got some extra coin to spend and do want a collectible item that is all you know related to you know just the history of tobacco and, and a good resource, I, I've I've just really fallen for that book and have turned to it time and time again over the years. Another resource that anyone can get if you have the World Wide Web is a website, and that's uh, our actually our. Not our, it's not our trade organization's website, but it is how uh, professional tobacconists become certified as a as a tobacconist. Uh, there is a, an organization called Tobacconist University, and if you go to tobacconistuniversity.org, great hub of resources for you know folks that are just interested in tobacco, whether you actually want to become licensed or not, and lots of you know videos and articles and. Uh, material there that you can connect with, but but you know really just the information they have on that website alone has been has been helpful to me as well. When I need to discuss or you know look into different varietals or you know just anything related to tobacco history or etiquette or you know if I've got a question on how other smoke shops do something, uh, that has been a good resource for me uh, as well. And um, just as an aside, and it, you know Tobacconist University isn't paying me to say all this by any means, but. <laughs> <laughs> but you know you can as a as a consumer you know who 
uh, is loves to smoke pipes and is you know interested in pipe tobacco and and passionate about the hobby and about you know being a, a tobacco enthusiast, you can get certified as a, a certified consumer tobacconist. That is a credential that you can get. Whoa! And so and, and it actually has been for a while now. So if you go to their website, I bet Russ has that. I'm, I'm you know who has it is Pylorns. Pylorns is a, a certified yep. consumer tobacconist and yep. has had that for a while. It's really really a cool program they came out with. It's a lot of the same curriculum, obviously, that we take as uh, as folks that are in the industry. And um, you know, it's a credential that you know. Is, is very recognized in our in our circles. And so anyway, but if you go to tobacconistuniversity.org and uh, check that out, you can uh, you can look into that more. But anyway, just a really neat organization. And, you know, we we love what they do and, and support that. So anyway, something you might want to check out. Awesome. Well, good stuff, man. Thanks for that. And, uh, hey, if you've got a pipe question for us, send it into the show. That is show at countrysquireradio.com. Your thoughts, your comments. Listener feedback. All right, man. Listener feedback coming in from Brian McNiv. McNiv. McNevin. He says, hey, JD. <laughs> oh, oh, right, right. That's, yeah. that's my bad. He says, hey, JD Embo. I just wanted to thank you for truly ma- massacring my name in the last episode. I can honestly say that I have never heard it pronounced so dot, 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 interestingly before. <laughs> And I humbly thank you both. Knowing that you actually know how to pronounce Irish and Scottish names makes me feel especially welcomed once more into the country square <laughs> full cheers. Poor Brian. Well, uh, Bri- <laughs> Brian McNevin. Oh, McNevin. <laughs> oh, man. Absolutely, Brian. We got you. Thank you so much for that. Also, this next one coming in from Alexander. What did Alexander Alexander says, uh, I just wanted to message you to say how very thankful I am for your podcast. I've listened for years and you guys are always there when needed. I recently got knocked back at work for a promotion, but sitting back in the shed, listening to you and smoking some brown Irish aniseed twist in my MacArthur five star gave me time to reflect. Learned from their feedback and ready for the next time. Sounds odd, but listening to you both makes it feel as if I'm sat with friends talking and piping. Uh, there's truly no better medicine than that. And that's from Alexander Stewart. Uh, Alexander, thank you so oh, much, man. man. We're just glad that we're uh, man there with you and, 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 and honored to be a part of your rhythm and, and ritual. And man, we're pulling for you on the next uh, on the next promotion round. And um, and glad we can soothe the pain a little bit. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, guys, thank you all so much for sending that feedback in. If you've got some feedback for us, you can send it in the show. That's show at countrysquireradio.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Squire Radio or find all of our contact information and more at countrysquireradio.com. Hey, you know, something I should mention, you know, obviously I want to encourage folks to check out findeversale.com for the, the you know, the Pirate's Daughter and and the uh, the audio drama campaign that we're, we're trying to, to build up towards. But, but I want to also mention that as part of that, We'll be doing a little bartending with Bo over on the Country Squire Radio YouTube Ooh. channel. So, uh, and not only will it be me, but my wife will be there as well. Mrs. So, Bo uh, will I be will will be featured. She'll, wow, well, that's I mean, great. If you're gonna make some, if you're gonna make some cocktails, you got to bring bring the, the big guns right? in. So, no, absolutely. that's right. <laughs> That's great, man. That's exciting. So, uh, join us there at the uh, the YouTube channel for that. They'll be going on for the next couple of weeks. And um, yeah, again, kick, uh, findeversale.com is the the place to check that project out. Man, John David reflected on some good st- some good times, some good friends, and uh, and you know how the country squire has played through it all. I, think I know, man. I, I think there's more tales to come, funny and sentimental and serious and romantic and nefarious and and otherwise. <laughs> oh. ah. <laughs> 
<laughs> more tales to come on of it. Well, hey, man, let's go have a day. See you, brother. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.